Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the NBA Slate Starter Podcast. I'm Eric, joined with my buddy Ryan as we break down Monday's 10-game NBA DFS slate. Uh, Russell Westbrook happened tonight. That's a thing that happened. I had none of it, so uh, I didn't win, so that's that. Uh, how, was your, how was your weekend, Rinpak? The weekend was interesting, yeah, but we got to see Russell Westbrook play some basketball with two legs for the first time this season, it seemed like, and he was absolutely sensational. There was an amazing, amazing play by the Wizards. I get six points in like four seconds, a great steal by Garrison Matthews. And uh, head to uh, pass back to Russell Westbrook for a go-ahead three, which was quite the swing. Just an emotional, draining loss for uh, the Brooklyn Nets who wasted a career performance from Joe Harris. Yeah, Joe Harris is pretty good. I think that was the only reason I didn't get obliterated today was being overweight on that guy. Uh, otherwise, Aaron Gordon's sadness. Kyle Lowry was okay. Like, I'll, I'll live through that. Um Man, what a what a game that was! Almost three hundred total points. It was it was something to behold. But uh, you guys don't come here to listen to to our feedback from Sunday. Let's get right into Monday. Uh, before we do, fun news: we hit fifty thousand subs. And I don't know how I ended up being the guy on the live stream for it with Josh Engelman, but I was, and it was it was a pleasure and an honor to be able to to be able to relish in some of the, the goodness that those guys have been building for years here. Uh, you know, I'm one of the newer guys. It's, it's nice though, to, to see kind of the thing that they've built and, you know, over 50,000 subs, it's, it's pretty large number in the YouTube space. And we have our little, our little section here of the daily fantasy sports community. And, uh, Rinpak, you've been here for a while. You want to talk about anything? No, it's been great to see the growth of the site uh, in all aspects of the front. YouTube's just one major aspect of it, giving you guys all the content. The community is great. It's a great niche community we have. We love the support you guys give us day in and day out. Each show is, means so much, and your support has, is the reason why we got to 50,000 subscribers. So now the next goal, 100,000 subscribers. We get a nice plaque for it. So give us all your support for that one as well. Let's get to it. <laughs> Party time, 100K in the year. Let's go. Uh, yeah, so if you want to get down to that bottom, board, uh, bottom bar and join the join the party, uh, hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, uh, hit the notification bell so you know when this and all the other content at Osmo goes live. Let's get to the analysis. It is time to roll. New day. New day for me, which I'm excited about. Uh, let's look at the top end of DraftKings. Uh, Luka Doncic, 10,800. Uh 
it was kind of a, a brutal outing for him, should I say, uh, compared to the expectations I had for him. I know his rates aren't crazy different between Porzingis on the floor and off the floor, but like I thought it was a great spot, a great bounce back spot for him against Phoenix, and that just flat out didn't happen. So they're running it back here again on Monday. So 10,800, same matchup. We'll see if Mikel Bridges can, can do it again and contain him because he is uh, pretty good at defense, but I still like Luka Doncic, especially that second half that kind of salvaged his performance. Uh, Damian Lillard sitting at 10,700 coming off of a 67 burger against the Bulls. Against the Bulls, that's definitely going to happen. Against Drew Holiday, I don't know if it's going to necessarily be that sensational, but definitely another spot where it's Damian Lillard running the offense, and I have no problem getting some shares there. Uh, LeBron James is questionable. So there's that, and we continue on. And then uh, right below him, Trey Young is also questionable, which might actually be uh, probable as far as I understand it to be. So Trey Young at 9,300 against the the Lakers, where point guard is actually a spot you might be able to to put up some fantasy points against a pretty strict defense otherwise. Talk to me about these top ends of point guard. Yeah, Luka Doncic, 10-7 on FanDuel, 10-8 on DraftKings. It's going to be tough, and maybe I'm a victim of box score watching versus the Suns, but I actually watched the game uh, the other night. He's getting a shot volume. It's just that uh, his teammates around him are really just not capitalizing on like when he's passing passing to them, and it's just been a little disappointing. He's not getting the line as much as you'd like, so maybe uh, that things change. Um, he's um, kind of out of the team saying he's been frustrated by the whole team's play. So we'll see what happens with Luca. And granted, last time uh, Porzingis didn't play. I expect Porzingis to be back. Uh, I think if Luca comes in low on, I think we definitely need to take our shots with him just because of his ceiling. But we know this Phoenix matchup, this Phoenix defense is legit, and we need to be aware of that going forward. Dame Willard, 10K on Vandal, 10-7 on DK. Man, Dame was absolutely uh, – I can't be calling him vintage Dame. Dame was just being Dame when he hit that game winner against the Bulls. Uh, that was a great shot to add to his like repertoire. Oh, it's not repertoire. His album of game winning, uh, game winning buckets. It's just amazing. His NBA top shots, if you will. Oh yeah, and they need to make that into a top shot moment. So, Darren Fox, eighty two hundred on Fanduel, and he's uh, eighty three on DK. I think we need to definitely uh, keep in uh, keep in mind of that. But I do prefer the savings on John Morant, seventy six hundred dollars on DraftKings. And he's $7,800 on FanDuel against the Spurs. I know they only put up 32 points uh, last time out, but they did only play 28 minutes. He only played 28 minutes. The game kind of got out of hand. I like going right back to John Morant. And in terms of paying down uh, and some options, I think we need to consider Alonzo Ball against the Sacramento Kings. We know you guys are probably sick and tired of me uh, saying what this matchup is against the Kings, but you need to keep attacking the Kings. And I like Alonzo Ball. Quite a bit on that uh, price tag on FanDuel, even on DK, 5500 on DK and uh, $5,700 on FanDuel. I like that quite a bit. How do you feel about Lonzo and how, what do you feel about his uh, younger brother LaMelo Ball tomorrow, Eric? So I'm just going to pivot to LaMelo. You, you killed my thunder. I mean, it's just kind of one of those situations now where we got we've we've got what we I think we've been asking for for a while. Uh, Terry Rozier ended up turning his ankle and he's questionable. So he might be starting by default by pure accident. Terry Rozier might go down and lose his starting job going forward here because if LaMelo Ball plays the way he did last time out, there's like no contest between who who you want in your starting lineup, I think. Uh, you've got a playmaker, a creator, a guy who can put up fantasy points by not having the ball in his hand, could be starting, playing 35 or so minutes, and he's only 6,300 over on FanDuel. Like, high. 
how you doing? Like, sign me up for all of that. Uh, as much as like 6,500 over on DraftKings. So I know that it's Miami and such, but it's not. It's not anything to bat an eye. Like, the guy can fill it up. Um, he can absolutely fill up a box score. So I have no problem going over to there. Um, I would have less interest. I mean, it just kind of depends on on who's going to be who's going to be going. I know the Sacramento matchup, like, I expect both the balls to be, like, two of the most popular point guard plays on the slate, uh, just kind of, like, at a first-look perspective here. Um, but, like... I don't know, 5,500. New Orleans has so many of those pieces there. And I know Lonzo's a guy who generally we also think of the same way where he doesn't necessarily need you to get his shot up to to fill it up and, and do whatever else. But there's so many other guys on New Orleans, whereas like Charlotte, you have Gordon Hayward. Uh, Rozier is going to be out. Uh, Devontae Graham. I mean, PJ Washington can't keep doing what he's doing, Kenny. I mean, this is just kind of crazy. So I, I feel pretty good about LaMelo Ball over Lonzo tomorrow. But I, looking at the prices, 5,500 over on DraftKings as opposed to 6,500 or six, yeah, 6,500 for the little brother. Yeah, I, I could see where you're talking about with that. That's just going to be an ownership thing for me. But um, God, they're both going to be super, super popular. Uh, as I'm looking down here too, what about Isaiah quickly at 5,300, who just is coming off of back-to-back 36, 37-point games? His minutes are just kind of capped at, like, 27. I'm curious what his ownership will be, if he'll get anything there. But now that he's kind of, like, been into consideration for, for like, uh, the one exception Tom Thibodeau's ever going to have for letting a rookie just go out and play, uh, what do you think about Isaiah quickly? And we'll we'll finish out the position. I think you're uh, giving him too much credit by referring him to as Isaiah quickly, Emmanuel quickly. Emmanuel quickly. My God. What? <laughs> Honestly, like I would start the podcast over right now. We we could just like edit it or do something. No, we're going to keep pushing. We're going to keep pushing. I'm not perfect. Okay. Far from it. Continue. No, I, I think uh, maybe you're mistaking him for Isaiah Thomas in the sense of the, how well he's been playing. There's that. Quickly has been great. Uh, pretty cool moment when, when, when he dapped up Lou Will. And said, so you're one of my favorite players. You're one of my and favorite players. Exchanged. It was so great. Yeah, they kind of exchanged floaters back and forth. And uh, it was it was cool to see. It's kind of like a real-life human element moment between the two of them there. Uh, I think uh, other pay-down options, uh, quickly is fine. It's going to be an ownership play. We know what the upside is. It's, I really want Thibodeau to start in, and we can be more confident with his play. Uh, up until then, you can take some shots with GPPs and kind of limit your exposure that way. Uh, other, I think Maladon might be a little popular. I'm going to be kind of off of him. He went eight of nine and six of six from three, which is really ridiculous. It kind of broke the rookie record, I believe. Uh, if he's anywhat popular, I'm going to be well under the field of anything. Uh, Garland, $5,300. I like that. He played over 30 minutes against this Cake Minnesota matchup. But those are some other options. And keep in mind, Bloodsoe versus the Kings. I like that at 5,600. Other pay down options on DK. Uh, keep in mind, SGA's $8,100. On DK, I think uh, my pay down, I, I meant like you can save some money off the studs there. And uh, keep in mind, uh, Derek White's minutes. He played 22 minutes last time. Looked good. Went 6 11 from the field. When Derek White's going to start getting get some more minutes, it's going to affect the whole backcourt rotation with the Spurs. But I, I like Derek White once he's uh, getting on there, and hopefully we can catch White before the public does. Yeah, I was going to say the, the DeJounte Murray number stood out to me at first, and then I took into account Derek White was there, and that no longer looked great. So uh, 6,600 DeJounte Murray, I might have to be off finally, thank God. Uh, we'll get to more Spurs later, I'm sure, because DeRozan, I'm still hating him. But anywho, moving on to shooting guard, you all set? 
Let's do it. All right, we'll start over on FanDuel here. Zach Levine, 9K against the slow, slow def- uh, defensive front of the uh, New York Knicks who just don't want you to have fun playing basketball in the year 2021. They just want to slow it down and grind and do the things that they do. So, But 9K is still a low number for Levine for the role that he has in his offense. I'm just probably not going to be able to get there just because of the matchup specifically. But uh, 9K for, for Levine is always something that on any given day he could decide that he's going to shoot at 30 five times so that would be fun uh Shea Gilgis Alexander 8300 uh, against Houston that should be a fun spot as well to go to Victor Oladipo 8200 man those numbers like 8200 for Depot he got to 39.7 in just 24 minutes in that blowout game against New Orleans uh I mean he he just looks good right now in in Houston I I enjoy watching him kind of with Wood and all those other guys that he's kind of fitting in right away not that I didn't think that he would he's kind of a, a hybrid hybrid guard who does a little bit of everything well so talk to me about the top end of shooting guard yeah, I, on FanDuel, SGA is $8,300. Levine is 9K. I like prefer saving down uh, to Deion's or also $7,100. I think that's a nice price tag for D'Lo. I know he's not been anything impressive. Played only 31 minutes. But I like that he put put up 18 shot attempts. Went 5 of five 10 from 3. He didn't have any uh, steals or blocks or anything. So there's room for Russell to outperform uh, that uh, price tag. Oladipo, uh, I like that price tag as well, 8200 8K on D, uh, sorry, yeah, 8K on uh, DraftKings. Oladipo post game Thursday on the TNT game with the TNT crew. He said he's playing with the world on his shoulders and wants to prove a lot of people wrong. It seemed he kind of said each time he tries to find a group with the team, the team kind of gives up on him. So Oladipo's playing uh, for a lot. Uh, so keep in mind with that. Playing one of his former teams, I like Oladipo quite a bit. DeRozan, 7100 uh, against Memphis. He burned everyone against them. The last time out, I think this is where you jump right back on, and hopefully we get him at a, uh, a little uh, slashed ownership, potentially. Devin Booker, $8,300. I think he's questionable right now, so he hasn't played in some time. It's a lower body injury. I do think if you were to return, there might be some sort of minutes limit. He looked fine. He was dancing on the bench, so potentially may- there might be no minutes limit. And now uh, some mid-tier options and pay-down options to consider. Steven Sancho's down to 4K on uh, FanDuel. Nothing exciting. He just plays a ton of minutes. He's been really disappointing. He's in cross 20 uh, points the last three times out. But those minutes are kind of nice, uh, you know, over there for Minnesota. People are going to go to, I feel, Lou Dort at 4,200 on uh, DraftKings. I think he'll be, uh, maybe have some popularity. I like Josh Richardson on both sites. Uh, against Phoenix, the same Phoenix matchup, Richardson. Is 4K on DK and he's less than $4,000 on FanDuel. I think this is a time where we try to go all over the field on uh, Josh Richardson. But uh, I, I like the spend up options I talked about in shooting guard. How do you feel about the rest of the shooting guard position? And uh, we hop over to the small court position. You skipped Buddy Heald. You just decided not to even talk about him. What's going on? Are you okay? His price went up, man. His price went up. He's 6400 and he plays 37, 38 minutes a game right now. I mean, you want I, my sloppy seconds? Even I have interest in Buddy Hill tomorrow against New Orleans. I was going to say, I can't play all my Pelicans and not have some Buddy healed. And just, okay, so this would be like the ultimate. If I have 10% of Buddy Heal tomorrow, he goes off and you don't have him. I would actually be all right with that at this point. So I'll, yeah. probably, I'll probably end up having some. 
Okay, well, you won the $5 bet on on Aaron Gordon the other night. He ended up at 31% owned. I said he was going to be over 35. I don't know. I, he was 60 today, so can we can we blend the two? Do I win that way if we go, like, reverse engineering it and make it Sunday? But, I mean, he went down to 5,500, and then he got hurt. I can't even talk about it. I know. He's probably going to be in a lot of winning lineups on FanDuel anyway, but, like, I'm just upset. Um, looking around the rest of the position over on, on FanDuel, uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker uh, is not somebody that I want to go back to. I, I saw he played 32 minutes. He put up 43 he got a lot of that blowout run, um, so don't kind of be fooled by anything there. Uh, I love the kid. I love watching him play. He's had some great games for us when we've been there, uh, when he's been chalk in a lot of situations. But like, there's no need to to try to get cute or like you know go a couple percent of him. It's just not going to happen again. Um, as I'm looking around, Hamadou Diallo is now down to 4,300. He got the 22 minutes. He was getting a little bit of those minutes, but now with with Maladin, with Teo Maladin, it's kind of like a, a no from me, dog. So I'm I'm trying to. Th- think of anybody else down here. DiVincenzo is all the way down to 4K over on FanDuel. Played 27 minutes and put up a nice 6.9, so uh, that might be a chance to try to get back on the wagon. Uh, 4K against Portland. I I really like targeting the Portland matchup. If you need somebody to just completely punt, uh, I think Connaughton actually ended up having the better game of the two randomly uh, last time out, but uh, what do you think about DiVincenzo at 4K, and we'll move on. I like the minutes, uh, and that's about it. It's tough. He's tough to rely on. As we can see, he's very inconsistent. And it's tough for him to be consistent when you're playing with guys like Drew Holiday, Giannis, and uh, Middleton. You just aren't like option five on that starting lineup. So you're going to like need him a game where he's uh, very efficient shooting-wise, picks up a few stocks. Hopefully he gets you there. And obviously we're going to like that price tag, but uh, there's risk with it. So 3,800, Pat Connaughton, who put up 28.2 and 24.9. Would you have interest in him getting the second unit run there? I think I'll be uh, trying to just find those extra $100, a few hundred dollars to get up to Richardson. I like Richardson. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I just feel like there's more ways for Richardson to uh, pay that off than Connaughton and DiVincenzo. But they're all very similar plays. And I think uh, I think you bring up a great, excellent point with Connaughton where it's a way to differentiate your lineup and get a little bit unique. But it may be a little too cute on a 10-game slate. Maybe we don't need this guy. Yeah. Well, Josh Richardson is going to be some fun, fun chalk. It's weird to like feel queasy rostering him at 3,800, but he has been bad. He's been very bad. So that's just kind of the way that it is. Uh, let's move ourselves over to small forward. But before we do, I uh, just wanted to let you guys know that Awesomeo.com is off- offering packages starting at $4.95. If you go over to okay, me, me, me and these reads, I tell you what, Awesomeo.com slash join NBA. Uh, you can see an array of packages that we have. The projections, uh, you can see the game plan videos, which were awesome. Uh, a buzzard the other day was just fantastic. I loved uh, stopping in and watching him talking some DFS. The Colts, uh, for those who don't know, one of the top players in the world. Uh, put him in the stable of horses that we have uh, here at awesome.com that just play elite level uh, NBA DFS. So uh, I feel like it's the best product that we offer, and and you want to take a look at some of the stuff that we have behind the paywall. So just starting at $4.95, you can do that. So hop on over to awesome.com slash join NBA today and uh, stop guessing and start winning. Uh, getting ourselves to the top and a small forward. Uh, we'll go to FanDuel again with LeBron James at 10,400. He's questionable. Okay. Jimmy Butler sitting there at 8,700. Uh, 
interesting kind of situation. So we've we've had a lot made of his weight, uh, a lot of made from the fact that he wasn't looking good from all of these things. He went out and put up 50.4 at really low ownership in 33 minutes. Looked pretty good to me. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, I'm not going to say anything like I, I'm... If he had COVID, I, I don't know. I'm assuming he might have. I, I, he's been out for a while, and I know that. And uh, 50.4, he looked great right out of the gate. So uh, 8,700 is a big number over on FanDuel. Uh, a little bit more in tune to trying to get up to him at 8,400 over on DraftKings, I think would make more sense. But moving our way down, uh, 8K, Brandon Ingram, my boy. I will have some. I bet I will have some every day forever until he's 10K. So I'm going to enjoy that as well. And then Chris Middleton, 7,900. Talk about small forward a little bit. Yeah, I'm going to like LeBron uh, just because he's questionable. He's been playing, uh, has been kind of disappointing last few times out. He's going up against Atlanta. He should probably eat uh, whatever he wants in this matchup against Atlanta. You're going to like him on DK because the triple-double bonus is definitely in play. Jimmy Butler, $8,400, uh, 8700 on Fandle. Uh, I'll tell you one thing. He looked great against Sacramento. Yes, it was Sacramento. He did get to the line 16 times, uh, which I don't expect to happen. Uh, obviously, Butler is one of those guys who's pretty good at drawing fouls and kind of getting his own. We'll see. We'll see, we'll see what his ownership comes in at. But I do prefer your boy, Brandon Ingram, on both sides, saving a few hundred dollars on DraftKings, saving a whole 700 on Fandle. That seems like a better play overall, in my opinion if his ownership is going to be less. And I think we can also consider uh, Jeremy Grant going back to his uh, former team in Denver. Uh, I like Jeremy Grant, 78, 7,500. He's been disappointing. I know the last three game, three times out, that's due to shot volume being down. There's a blowout against Golden State. I think Grant has potential to be uh, getting north of 40 fantasy points again. I do expect that shot volume to go back up there being, or him to be a little bit more aggressive. I think some uh, other options to definitely always consider. Gordon Hayward is someone who's been pretty solid all year round, will always be in play. And uh, I think other uh, spend down options over there on Vandal when you want to find some value elsewhere. Keep in mind, Gary Harris uh, did not return today. That might trickle down to some extra minutes to Will Barton, who's now all the way down to 4K on Vandal. I think uh, that might help his cause. It might help Monte Morris's cause, who we missed to mention. And it could help uh, Michael Porter's Porter Jr. I've seen what Malone did today uh, against the Jazz when Harris went out. RJ Hampton played a couple minutes, but did not go back into rotation. Hmm. And uh, Morris is the one who started the second half, so that might happen yet again. And you had and, Michael Porter Jr. in foul trouble throughout, so hmm. that was kind of another thing to, to throw into the mix. But I did want to bring up them at small forward for sure. So you're just going to steal my thunder today. I'm happy with that. I'm going to add nothing. Keep on rolling. Yeah, and I think uh, in the in some other uh, spend down options, uh, the Dallas guys seem a little too cheap still. Durant Finney Smith played 34 minutes. I know he's not anything exciting, but those minutes are nice, and that salary on Fanduel is quite nice as well, and definitely need to be considered. Kelvin Johnson's kind of uh, uh, come down to earth, been a little more inconsistent of late, but $5,400 on Fanduel seems like a nice uh, mid tier option to definitely consider. Outside of that, how do you feel about Barton? And, and if Harris were to rule out, is there an immediate Denver uh, player that you want to jump on? Is it your boy, Mon- uh, Monty Morris? Oh, Monty Morris. Yeah, I like I like Monty Morris in general, but I feel like there's just always more upside in the in the barrel for 
for Will Barton, for Michael Porter Jr. Again, for me, the big thing was Porter Jr. was in foul trouble big time, and I'm hoping box score watchers see those two back-to-back teen games and they they don't really get on board there. I don't know. I feel like the community's gotten sharper about these things, but uh, Michael Porter Jr., under 6K, has had multiple outings right out of the gate coming back from COVID that he's he's looked pretty decent, just necessarily hasn't always gotten the minutes. Well, part of that today was just flat-out foul trouble. Uh, so I'm, I'm happy to go back to the well there. You know, we saw a 27-minute game uh, for 44.6. Jokic was just unbelievable today, too, so it was kind of difficult for anybody else to really justify putting up shots when you have Jokic absolutely on a heater like he was, so I'm happy to go back to Porter Jr. in this spot, too. Uh, making my way down here, too, I'm, I'm not seeing like a ton. I, I know this is always a great position to punt. Uh, Cameron Johnson would be off the board with, uh, thank God, by the way, uh, Cameron Johnson would be off the board if Devin Booker's back. Um, I am so over this cat. Like, I'm just, I'm so over. He went to UNC, right? He did, he did. Yeah, good. Then that gives me ample reason to not like him there. As a, as a kid who grew up a Duke fan randomly, Cameron Johnson, be better. Be better for my lineups. I needed that. So uh, 33, 30, 31, 30, and 33 minutes, though, the last three. I probably would have some shares at 4,400 again. I hate myself like that. So uh, uh, would you have a couple shares, too? And then let's move on. Yeah, if his ownership is low, especially on FanDuel where you roster too, he's going to be in consideration for sure just because of that price tag. Uh, and he's like a lanky player, so there's potential for him. He has picked up stocks in the past before, but he's a really good outside shooter. And sometimes when he gets hot, he gets going. I think $4,400, there's ways for him to pay off that salary. Beautiful. 5,300. No thanks on DraftKings. Uh, let's move on over to power forward here. Sitting at the top end, uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo. It said that he was going to be probable, so I know that Q tag is next to him. Don't be fooled. Uh, Milwaukee has had some problems of late. Uh, we'll just we'll just say that. The last two games, they have been just blitzkrieg the, in the first half. I mean, they were down 19 to the Pellies in like the blink of an eye. Uh, and then Charlotte, they were down. Well, I guess they were down all the way to 28 before they came back in that game. And then against Charlotte, they were down, you know, well into the double digits in that first half. I mean, it has just been an uphill battle. Those are generally really good things. And you've seen it in Giannis's box score uh, from a fantasy production standpoint, 67.775 and 72 in his last two. Uh, those are things you want in your life. 11K, if you're going to get, you know, the 39 minutes you've seen from him the last two games, sign me up. So I like Milwaukee to just go out and absolute obliterate. Like, they're going to obliterate Portland tomorrow, in my opinion. So that might be a little sports betting situation that we can look at, too. Uh, but uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, 11K, is beautiful. Anthony Davis, 9,800. His tag's been like bouncing up and down around everywhere. Uh, I don't know how he you put up 53 and then his price tag goes up 500, but part of that I think is the Atlanta matchup. So if I had to guess what the uh, DK algorithm is up to. And then Julius Randle, 9,200 against Chicago. Like the upside, we saw it last time, 51.5, but that's still a big hefty tag for Julius Randle. And last, uh, we've got Zion Williamson. I know Brandon Ingram's also power forward eligible over on DraftKings, but Zion Williamson, 7,900, you know, what can you say? He's he's a guy that'll get you 40, but we're, we're looking for a little bit maybe more of a ceiling from him going forward. Talk to me about the top end of power forward. Those are all great options. Uh, it's tough for me to say uh, right now on who I like the best out of them, but Giannis obviously can be the highest scoring on the slate by 10 or more points. He was great against uh, Charlotte. He played 39 minutes 
And now I think we're starting to see the woes in Milwaukee's uh, depth. The last couple of games, I mean, their bench is nothing, nothing to be uh, excited about. And maybe that's maybe catching up to Milwaukee after when they kind of gave up their whole bench to get Drew Holiday. Now they're playing against a very terrible uh, Portland defense so far this year. We're going to like Giannis. I like Giannis on FanDuel. I like him on DK. Anthony Davis, you guys know how I feel about him whenever he's on the slate. He uh, put up 50 fantasy points last time against Boston. His price definitely did go up to 10-3, and now he's 9,800. So it'll be interesting to see what his ownership comes in at. I, I'll, I'm going to be over the field on him just because it's Anthony Davis against Atlanta. Nothing really uh, uh, scares me for that. Julius Randle, we like the minutes. We like the matchup against Chicago. Seems like a fine option at $9,200 power for center eligibility in DK. Well, he is $8,800 on draft, uh, Fandle, excuse me. And he's going to be a pivot off of uh, Adebayo and Christian Wood. We'll see what the ownership really comes down to. It'll be interesting to see, interesting to see what happens to Porzingis. Uh, Porzingis is down to 7K. Kind of cheap for knowing what his ups- upside can be for to get up to mid-30s minutes. Obviously, he did not play the game last time out. I think it's a good spot to target Porzingis if his ownership is potentially low. Other options to consider, uh, Zion, for sure, against Sacramento, uh, was great against them the last time he played them. Uh, he went 13 to 15 from the field. Uh, it's like, Zion's like so in the, like, he's in the high 30s, low 40s so consistently, and you'll take that at that price tag. Uh, spending down options to consider. We need to talk about the guy who was shocked last time out. Xavier Tillman, uh, played 21 minutes, put up, uh, 24 drafting points. His price is 4,800. And 5100 on uh, FanDuel. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, I, I need to see what the rotation looked like once the like, games got kind of blown out. I, I I don't remember if he got blowout run, but something to keep in mind of. But uh, how do you feel about Tillman? And do you feel like there are there any uh, options below him that you would consider? Yeah, 21 minutes from Tillman. It was hard to tell kind of what to do with that because of the blowout, because of everything else. Um, he looked good, though. I mean, he definitely got there at that price tag uh, for what it was. And now it's changed. That's the problem is that we play a fluid game where where salaries change and we have to be sensitive to those kind of things. I think there'll still be some interest there. Um, I'm curious what the ownership will be. Over on FanDuel, I mean, it's hard to, like, 5,100 is, is a big number when you look at that. I, I have a tough time imagining that I would play a whole lot of him. Going underneath there, I know he's been bad. I know he's been bad. But the, he has to play minutes. Robert Covington is 4,900 up against Milwaukee. Uh, Milwaukee is one of the teams, they give up the most three-pointers in the league. I think that stack gets thrown out a lot. So Milwaukee, with the way that they play defense, I mean, there's going to be threes to be had. So if Covington, Gary Trent, if any of these guys can spike some kind of an upside shooting the rock, um, that's definitely going to be somebody that I want to have some definite shares of because Derek Jones will be out for tomorrow. So uh, I'm going to definitely have a lot of 4,900 Robert Covington in my life. Doesn't feel good. I don't love the feeling that I have about that, but the minutes will definitely be secure and I can't see that I won't have a lot of them tomorrow. Uh, Making our way down, we've got 
just so many ugly, ugly options at the bottom of power forward. Uh, Maxi Kleba is going to be back tomorrow. I'm not sure what capacity. We'll see kind of what the minutes limit's going to be. 4,100 kind of kind of nixes any James Johnson ideas or uh, had a lot of Willie Cauley-Stein the other night. Probably not going to go that direction either. But kind of curious just kind of what those numbers are going to be. Not that I have a ton of interest in, in going that direction. I guess the one guy that I've randomly just kind of like tried to figure out what to do with um, as I'm as I'm looking at this, um, oh, where did he go? Uh, Nerlens Noel is 4,200, and he's going to be you know questionable again. Is there any value that can kind of be spurred out of that up against Chicago? Because I like to attack Chicago with bigs. Is it just Julius Randle or bust? Yeah, I think you're going to have to look to Julius Randle. Todd Gibson did enter the rotation last time out. I wouldn't have any interest in Gibson whatsoever as right now. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. No, that's a definite no. I was just kind of like looking at bottom end. It's ugly down there at the bottom of power forward over on FanDuel. So I'm I'm kind of scurrying around. Do you have anybody you want to finish out the position with? uh, No, I think it's a spot too where I'll be paying up uh, the way things stand right now if any major value does open up. Hopefully we can jam in some of these power forward studs. I agree with you. Let's keep it moving. Finishing out with center, we got Nikola Jokic coming off of just an absolute nuclear bomb that he dropped on Rudy Gobert, which is just, I don't know, Rudy Rudy's MVP odds, I'm sure, are going to take a little dip after uh, Jokic's 75 spot that he put up today. Um, just not a whole lot to say. He's he's your top center option uh, on any given on any given Monday in this situation. So I'm I'm happy to take a look at it. Uh, I see a game time decision next to Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, so that's something to make note of. Uh, just letting that be known. He's ten thousand five hundred. I probably wouldn't have any interest at that tag coming right off of the bat. But uh, just want to let that be known. Uh, Andre Drummond, eighty eight hundred. Also just got done toying around with the Minnesota front court for 60.4 today in 32 minutes. He just keeps putting up gigantic numbers in like lower minutes run now. I mean, it's pretty it's pretty crazy how many times he puts up 60 plus. And now you're getting a price tag under 9K for him over on FanDuel. Definitely some interest there. And then the last guy, Clint Capella, same exact number, 8,800, but still only playing like 29 minutes, 30 minutes here and there. Uh, haven't seen those 68.8 and 79.2 FanDuel point games we saw earlier in the season. Uh, not shocked by that, but maybe somebody to take some tournament darts on. Uh, who do you have some interest in up top on on FanDuel on power, uh, at center? Excuse me. Yeah, Nikola Jokic copying back uh, would be nice. Let's see. Uh, that Minnesota needs him so bad. Like Cat being back is uh, going to be huge for that team. I, I like Cat when he's in play. Obviously, I don't know what type of restrictions will be enforced for him if he were to come back. Giannis has center eligibility on DK, but 10-9 for Jokic. 10-9 on FanDuel. Uh, obviously, we know what that upside is like. He showed it today. Going up against Detroit, uh, Detroit's nothing to be fearful of. Mason Plumley, his old uh, front court mate back in the day, I, I think he's probably going to uh, tear Plumley apart. We'll see uh, what that ownership comes in at. Obviously, people are going to spend down to Drummond after seeing what he did to the same Minnesota team today. It's a back-to-back. Drummond is 8800 on FanDuel, $8,600 on DraftKings. You're going to like that price set quite a bit. It was nice to see him get over 30 minutes this time around. When Drummond was on the court, I was watching this game pretty intently. He looked like one of those kids in like uh, those YMCA games where there's that one guy who's like bigger and stronger than everyone else. It's like when you and- watched, have you ever seen Dwight Howard high school videos? 
uh, back when he was yeah. playing with uh, Qu- uh, God, who was the point guard on that team? Uh, it was it was crazy. But uh, Dwight Howard in high school uh, in Atlanta was the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. But that's kind of what it reminded me of a little bit today. Uh, poor with no Nas Reed out there. Not that he would have provided any resistance, but yeah, that was that was a brutal beat down. Sad for the Timberwolves. Continue on. Yeah, and uh, that's what he exactly did. I think if uh, Booker were to out, I think we need to go to DeAndre again. He was great against Dallas last time out, 47 fantasy points. I like Aiton. I think he's uh, – Chris Paul like, uh, just like yells at Aiton nonstop throughout the game and just trying to get Aiton better on defense. It's, it's hilarious to watch. Something that my dad noticed. It's like Chris Paul just yells at DeAndre Aiton the whole time. Yep. So keep in mind of that. Uh, other uh, spend down options, it's tough. Uh, Cody Zeller, his price tag has gone up to $5,200. He's been, he was kind of like the value guy of the weekend. Paid off on Friday, paid off on Saturday, it felt like. So uh, we'll see what that ownership comes in at. Other options to keep in mind of, it's going to be tough to spend down on center on a, such a big slate. But Adams, if he were to go against uh, Sacramento, I know he didn't finish the game last time out. Now, if you weren't to go, maybe we need to consider Jackson Hayes potentially, but just keep in mind what's happening in that situation over there. Brooke Lopez can spike an upset against Portland. Uh, it's uh, it's 5,100. It's just okay. Nothing too great. Uh, Plumley 5,100 against uh, Denver. They're going to need his body uh, for Jokic, so maybe he gets a few extra minutes uh, there and, and hopefully keeps his, keep, keep his hands to himself and not pick up it in foul trouble. So. How do you feel about Plumlee? Is there anyone else in the mid-range that stands out to you as we uh, take the first look at everything? It is so gross. Uh, power forward and center, spend up. How about that for how about that for a note? Uh, just make sure you do that and move on and, and spend down other places. Like, I don't know, small forward where there's a million options to maybe do uh, that with value emerging and as long as Gary Harris is out. But anyway, uh, Ed Davis is 3,800 over on FanDuel. I might have a smattering of it just because I don't see anybody else like below 4K that I would have any interest in, but that would need Nas Reed to be out. And it's not something I'm excited to do, especially when you have somebody like Jokic and somebody like Drummond up top that can put up 70 and just bury you. So uh, let it be known. I think it's another great spot to go spend up at. Uh, as I'm like looking around here at some some other places, like Al Horford just completely went off the other night again um, in limited minutes. It ended up kind of not being close against Brooklyn, uh, so so he got kind of reduced minutes there. So I might have a couple of shots on on Big Al again. Uh, you made fun of him the other night. You made fun of that play from me. So I'm, I was happy to see him get there again in limited run uh, in that 147-125 loss. These, these box scores from Brooklyn, man, they are just off the chain. Um, how about some Big Al love for the way out? Yeah, you're going to have to consider Big Al for sure. Obviously, there's... Uh, Shots for him to take if he wants to take them. Uh, it's only up to him if he's he was pretty passive in the uh, early part of the season. Once he's had the baby, he's been more aggressive. So maybe he's doing it for the baby. Who knows? Uh, but we are it's three hundred dollars. Uh, Alfred has done well the last couple of times out. I do have a question for you. Uh, what do you make of Hassan Whiteside getting twenty minutes back to back games? Obviously, Holmes did foul out in one of those games. Now going up against New Orleans, how do you feel uh, if Hassan Whiteside? will be chalky if we uh if he is chalky tomorrow oh god it's such a brutal question to ask uh 16 hours before the slate starts because it's it's so hard to tell he's the guy that if he's popular like the other night 
I think I thought he was going to be much more popular than he was all the way down at 3,200. Um, or, you know, I guess it was the 3K number that was actually the most interesting against Toronto. Um, but man, he's he's obviously somebody that if he's on the floor and he gets minutes, you want to have him in your lineup, especially at such a low number. Like, you know, he was getting there multiple times. He put up 28 fantasy points in 24 minutes there. Uh, in 10 minutes, he's putting up 16. So like there are multiple opportunities of that. So it's like, what's the opportunity cost at that price range at the position? Like on FanDuel, no, I can't see doing it at all whatsoever. But on DraftKings, 3,600, where you can play two centers, you can kind of like get a, a mix up. You could you could maybe take some shots on him in, in large field GPPs, hoping for 22 minutes, 24 minutes. Because if he somehow gets to, to those numbers, there's a 35-point upside there. Uh, that's about all I think about there. I can't believe Hassan Whiteside is going to be the way we close out the show, though. That is really, really gross for the people. We apologize. Uh, I promise I will never allow Rimpact to do that again to us. Uh, anybody else you want to talk about on the way out, Rimpact? No, uh, we kind of, uh, I feel like I have a good sense on where to pay up tomorrow. Uh, so hopefully... Uh, uh, hopefully there's going to be some news that opens up some value uh, to take advantage of. But no, to everyone tuning in, thanks so much to, uh, for starting up the work week with us. Amazing. Get down to that bottom bar, hit subscribe. I know we're at 50K now, so we're high rolling. We're, we're feeling great and feeling We got to get to 100K. Don't stop. We got to get to 100K. Don't stop till you get enough. Uh, there's that. So, uh, so with that, let's just get out of here. Uh, good luck on Monday. We'll see you back here again on Monday night slash Tuesday morning uh, for another edition of the Slate Starter. Take it easy, y'all. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, oh.